Hi, my name is Barry Manandi and you're listening to the ZFM Sport Podcast. Z. And it's Messi! It is the cleanest of clean finishes from the best on the planet. It's time for the biggest sports stories. Chelsea, the UEFA Champions League winners of 2021. The biggest interviews. That uh, such a great spectacle is ruined by such such thuggish behavior. And all the analysis right here. He's the one player that has the arrogance to think that he can play in any stadium in the world and any pitch in the world in front of any player in the world and take them on. Every weekday, it's my sport, it's your sport. It's ZFM Sport. Let's join the team for the biggest show in the world of sport on ZFM Stereo. My station, your station. A Tuesday is always exciting here on ZFM Sport. Top hit Tuesday, we bring you the best in the world of music, coupled with the leading stories out of the world of sport. And that's all brought to you by Zimbabwe's leading team of sports pundits. And that team is Barry Manandi, Chris Mizi, hopefully myself, Mike Madoda, and the man behind the <laughs> desk is Sean Tafirinik. A bit later on, we should be joined up by former Warriors International Alois Bunjira, who's our football Pandit and of course occasionally dabbles in the other sport. He's simply a big sports fan, which we hope you are too. On the home front, a fresh off advancing to the semi-finals of the Chibuku Super Cup reports have emerged that Mulawio Chiefs uh, head coach Nilton Terrasol was barred by the club from presiding over the team's quarterfinal clash with Highlanders as a form of punishment for misconduct. Mm, whenever something seems to be going great, Chris, it seems that uh, the ugly head of controversy who always rears head in Zimbabwean football. Uh, seems like it's the nature of the game here. Yeah. All right. Uh, we uh, have our Formula One being a Tuesday. And of course, it's probably brought to you by Zimoko Red Bull team boss Christian Horner uh, says it will be a massive ask for them to win all six remaining races on the calendar, despite the team having won five in a row and closing in on the drivers' and constructors' championships. We'll also take you around the world in 60 with updates from New Zealand, the United Arab Emirates, as well as the United States. In the beautiful game kickoff is on the continent where Senegal has been dealt a big blow as Spartak Moscow forward Keita Bolde has been suspended from playing football until the 5th of December and couldn't miss the Lions of Taranga World Cup campaign. Uh, being a Tuesday will kick off and will also uh, pop into France uh, where the French Football Federation have w- announced uh, they will review their agreement on players image rights as quickly as possible after striker Kylian Mbappe refused to take part in sponsor activities and Juventus assistant coach Marco Landucci says the club has to shut up, listen and work after crashing to a new low with defeat at Monza on Sunday, which has piled up more pressure on manager Max Allegri. How is it, guys? Elvis, WPF. This is the bomb. All Africa Heavyweight Champion two-time. You are listening to ZFM Sports. You are listening to CFM Sport, and if you want to be part of the show, get in touch with us uh, with your thoughts and your views on 0731-168-045. That number again, 0731-168-045. We are also on Twitter at CFM Sport. Don't forget, uh, we are available as a podcast on Apple, Google, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast. Simply search for CFM Sport and subscribe. Now, before we go to Bulawayo, let's give you a local sports news roundup where we talk box rugby as well as triathlon.
home front. Local sports news and analysis. Start off with some boxing news. World Boxing Council Super Bantamweight Interim Champion Kudakwashi Chiwandire has gone into her final preparatory camp ahead of her title fight, title defense fight against Mexican Zulina Munoz next Saturday. Chiwandire grabbed the prestigious crown on the 26th of February after defeating Catherine Petey of Zambia. The 26-year-old pugilist checked into a three-star hotel in Harare on Sunday as she intensified her preparations for the bill set for the Harare International Conference Center. In rugby New Zimbabwe international rugby player Tinotenda Blythe Mavesere has been named in the 50-man shark squad for the 2022-23 season Vodacom United Rugby Championship. Sharks head coach Sean Everett included those players currently in injury rehabilitation as well as Springboks who are presently involved in Castle Lager Rugby Championship action. Mavesere is one of the players presently recovering from injury. The 23-year-old loose forward joined the Sharks on a two-year deal last year. Mike, this is really great experience um, when you take a look at what he'll then be able to contribute for our national team. Well, we hope he contributes for a start. Uh, <laughs> he's in the uh, in the greatest squad. I have my doubts so, uh, that he'll mm. make the cut as far as the, the uh, final squad is concerned. But I think just him being in and around the Sharks setup is good for him and good for Zimbabwe rugby. Let's head over to Triathlon News. Zimbabwe national coach Pamela Fulton believes they have put in all the necessary work to prepare for the youth and junior team for the Africa Championships taking place this weekend in Morocco. Zimbabwe will have 11 athletes at the competition, including United States-based Andy Kuypers, who will compete in the under-23 section. The rest will compete in the junior and youth categories. Fulton, who's been working with the team for the championships, expressed satisfaction (laughs) with their build-up to the event. From Rufaro to Barberfield, Mandava to Nyamunga, all the perfect moments in the Castle Lager Premier Soccer League come together on ZFM Sport. Now fresh off advancing to the semi-finals of the Chibuku Super Cup, reports have emerged at Bulawayo Chiefs that head coach Nilton Teroso was barred by the club from presiding over the team's quarter-final clash with Highlanders as a form of punishment for misconduct. Teroso washed the match from the stands after leaving a training session on Thursday in a huff following an alleged fallout with his backroom staff. Assistant coach Tulani Sivanda presided over the 1-0 win over Highlanders. Now Bulawayo-based football pundit Muziwetu Khadebe believes the suspension of Nilton Tereso will have very little impact on the performance and harmony of the club. I don't think the situation at Wilaya uh, Chiefs is going to affect them uh, that much. I think uh, we saw what they did in the Chibuku Super Cup uh, quarterfinal clash against uh, Hollanders. I think many people thought they were going to struggle, but they showed uh, the other side. I think when you look at the Chiefs bench, uh, it's uh, quite a strong uh, Tereso out of for the team. Uh, they have a coach uh, in uh, the name of Tulani Sivanda. This is a coach uh, who brought uh, this team into the PSL. Uh, this is a coach uh, who uh, always comes in uh, to uh, kind of save the situation when things are not uh, are looking good for for Bulawayo Chiefs. So that on its own, it's a it's a good thing, and it does help them. I think as evident as well by their performance on Sunday. But minus that, 
um, it's good for them because uh, the coach uh, started uh, training with the team uh, uh, today. We can confirm that uh, uh, today he attended uh, the training uh, session. Uh, Chiefs have said that they had suspended him for that particular match. Uh, so it looks like uh, uh, things are back to normal. If there is anything then uh, that might affect Bulawayo Chiefs, uh, maybe it could be the return of uh, of, of the coach. You are looking at uh, at Toots when he was in charge uh, for that Highlanders match in as much as uh, uh, they are saying he's learning from Tereso he could also have uh, got the opportunity uh, maybe to use his coaching skills or to use his tactics which could have motivated the boys and uh, come uh, their match uh, this weekend against Manika Damons it could be a different story whereby now Toots will not be fully in charge whereby you will not have the full access of implementing whatever he wants for uh, will our achieve. So uh, there could be maybe a retreat in terms of for uh, information, in terms of for uh, the staff uh, that uh, they, they they want to implore, as well as the tactics, especially that they want to implore into their game with the head coach returning. That could be the only possible thing that might affect them. Otherwise, uh, I, I really don't see uh, this affecting Bulawayo uh, Chiefs. And that is, of course, Muzueto Hadebe, Bulawayo based football pundit. And he speaks very, very glowingly uh, of uh, the assistant coach, uh, Tulani Swanda, who presided over that win over Highlanders. But uh, I'm inclined to disagree with him when he says that uh, he thinks that uh, this will have very little impact uh, as far as the harmony in the club is concerned because already there is a lack of harmony uh, yeah. whenever a, a head coach falls out with his assistant coach uh, that is I think uh, a pointer to the fact that you know what there are people who are pulling in different directions yeah and uh, listen it's it's uh, also uh, emblematic of uh, we've seen this movie before uh, at Willario Chiefs um, you recall the dismissal of uh, Mark Mate and the other assistant uh, took place when Nelton Teresa was, was away on uh, uh, study leave in commas out in the United Kingdom uh, and then returned and found that he had new assistants which is when Tulani Sibanda Toots and, and uh, the, the, the new technical setup uh, was inducted uh, and let's not forget the fact that uh, Tulani Sibanda has had a long and storied history with this club so uh, clearly the administration has picked sides uh, with uh, the head coach walking out yes he, he wasn't justified to walk out of a training session uh, but I think it could have been handled in a better way uh, suspending a head coach is uh, slightly baffling now Chris I'm going to ask you this is that right because uh, I think uh, the administration has pinned their colours to the masters <laughs> where they, they, they've gone in very early uh, without really doing I think there would have been very little time for them to have done a really extensive overview of the situation uh, to get to the bottom of it and to suspend your head coach uh, I think really sends the wrong message to him uh, is Tereso walking a tight drop and then secondly uh, was that the right thing to do I'll start with your second question was that the right thing to do and I'm gonna go with no I think when you have a situation with your technical staff where you are now suspending one without a full investigation, you, I'd be very surprised if a number of the executive directors of this club were actually present when um, this situation on the training ground actually took place. So for me, um, a little bit premature and um, they've 
gone with the side and it's he unfortunate. Said, she said your he word said, against my uh, your and, word and, against and you've mine. gone with, with one person's word and that's problematic for me because yes um, Tulani has a storied history with the club and that's fantastic but I think when you bring in a head coach and this is potentially why head coaches when they get there will clear out the entire backroom and move with their own people it's because there's this it becomes very political when someone feels like they have ownership of a particular situation or of the players of the team whatever the case may be and that they should be to some extent have some more leeway and you're the head coach you've come in you've got a mandate to deliver and you still have to deal with that so incredibly problematic is Teroso walking a tightrope I would say yes and it's just unfortunate for Bulawayo Chiefs because you've brought in this incredible coach who has transformed this team the team is doing better but this is the person who you're going to suspend and lucky for Bulawayo Chiefs they managed to get that win but not a glorious moment for them at all. Now, we're privileged to have, of course, Alois Bunjana in the studio. He's been in many dressing rooms and he's worked with many coaches uh, as well. And uh, no doubt, uh, over your uh, storied career, uh, Alois, you would have been in situations where there would have been a bit of beef between uh, backroom staff, you know, coaches and assistant coaches, uh, as well as uh, coaches and uh, members of the administration, ETC. Before I hear your thoughts, for those of you that don't know what happened, the Portuguese and national. Uh, Tereso is said to have walked out of a training session last Thursday because he felt sidelined by some members of the technical team who reported some alleged misdemeanors by players directly to the team's leadership without consulting him. The club's executive secretary, Dubisani Mantula Sibanda, uh, is said to have said that uh, Tereso breached club rules by walking out of the training session and Sunday's move was a disciplinary action against the coach. He's quoted as saying that was a move to do with club procedures. The coach threw a tantrum on Thursday at training. We have to do things in a certain way. If one breaks club procedures on that particular day, the coach had disagreements with his colleagues over some players alleged to have been drunk uh, on the morning of the league game against Ngesi Platinum Stars. Now, uh, is Bulawayo Chiefs or are Bulawayo Chiefs going about this the right way? I don't think so. Uh, from the management point of view, I, I really don't think so because I think that they were supposed to listen and understand what was happening with the coach. Why did he walk out? They needed to address that first to understand. I, I, I still think, like you say, that I've, I've seen these kind of situations, Mike, and uh, uh, an assistant coach or another member of the technical team, they report to the head coach. That's number one. So this is what they were supposed to listen to. Why is he aggrieved? Because he is undermined. I agree with him 100%. He is definitely undermined. You cannot have an assistant coach going directly to report things that are happening on the technical side of the things at the ground, avoid bypassing the head. You report to the head. Even if there is a player who does what, you don't go to the club owner to report it when there is a head coach. So they need... that. The protocol they are talking about was broken by the technical team. Yes. Yes. And that's the, that's the question the, I want to... was actually so they can't preach protocol when, they, when the, the, the coach is actually crying 
about the protocol that was broken. I, I, I wanted to bring that exactly up, Barry, that, you know what, it's a bit hypocritical, isn't it, for yeah. Dimisani uh, Mantula Sibanda to talk about a protocol and to talk about procedure uh, when the very assistant coaches have <laughs> flouted uh, all yeah. norms and protocol and procedure by bypassing the head coach. Yeah, yeah, and, and, and the, the challenge here is that um, I think the, the phrase you used was pinning their colours to the mast. I think that the directors, the administration has done exactly that and uh, and some uh, because the other challenge is that this is a foreign coach uh, and there's nothing that makes you feel more like an outsider than when something you feel has been done against the protocols that you're trying to institute and here it sounds like a disciplinary thing around players uh, uh, and in truth it's something that could have been handled by the technical team and ended there it didn't need it didn't need to to escalate to this extent but instead the administration administrators are actually escalating it and not having the emotional intelligence to realize that guys if we if we if we uh, sideline this fella mm. we're actually creating a powder keg that's going to blow up in our faces yeah. Because he's a foreigner, he's an outsider, and then we are supporting the guy who was the head coach before him. This could be a problem. Now, normally, I would say, of course, if we were talking about uh, Dynamo's Highlanders, Caps United, that we want to hear from the fans of those teams. And now, I, I wonder whether it's appropriate uh, talking about Bulawayo Chiefs. But all the same, I will try. Maybe if you're on Twitter, <laughs> they have a troop on Twitter. Yeah, I will. I, I, I will still try and say that. Uh, listen, uh, if if Bulawayo uh, Chiefs fans, if you're out there, we want to hear from you your thoughts on what's happening at your team. Or if you're just a football fan, you know, is Bulawayo Chiefs going about this the right way? And Teresa, could he be uh, walking uh, at the end of the season? For because sure. it certainly uh, looks like that. Every indication is that he has fallen out with his assistants and he may have well fallen out as well with members of the executive. This is ZFM Sport. Quick breather when we come back is the Zimoko Formula One report where we're talking Red Bull. International Sports News Roundup where the world comes out to play. From sunny Melbourne to the streets of Monaco, the deserts of Bahrain to the jungles of Brazil, get up to speed on the Formula One report. The Formula One report is proudly brought to you by Zimoko, the home of F1 brands Mercedes-Benz and Alfa Romeo in Zimbabwe. Zimoko, specialized service for special brands. Uh, there's a question here. Have your brakes ever made a squeaking noise when you press down on them, guys? <laughs> happening right now. Uh, Chris, is it happening right now? Happening right now. <laughs> now is the handbrake symbol continuously on as you drive, even if you are sure the handbrake is off? Well, they are all signs that your brake pads may need replacing and soon. Automotive brake technology has come a long way with a high emphasis on safety. We no longer have to wait for unpleasant squeal to signify the need need for new brake pads. Modern electronic brake pad sensors have been developed that warn you when your brake pads need replacement. One should avoid continued driving, especially if the replace brake pad or brake system warning symbol is illuminated on your dashboard as this presents a safety risk to you and other road users. Stay tuned to ZFM Sport for more. 
FC. And now let's get into the Formula One news where Red Bull team boss Christian Horner said it would be a massive ask for them to win all six remaining races on the calendar, despite the team having won five in a row and closing in on the drivers' and constructors' championships. Red Bull have won 11 of the 16 races so far, and Max Verstappen could wrap up the title in Singapore next weekend. Christian Horner, however, shared some insight on how Red Bull is constantly improving their car. Well, behind the scenes, the team are constantly developing this car. So the car is a prototype. It runs probably in the same specification only once. Every Grand Prix, it's superseded with small parts and updates and uh, developments. So uh, it's all about innovation and how quickly we can innovate and develop the car. I think the fact that this is our second large announcement after the title announcement with Oracle, now this, this announcement with Bybit, it just demonstrates the strength that Formula One has to a global audience and particularly you know, with Red Bull Racing. I think we're, we're really in a, in, a, in a strong position with the, with the uh, fan engagement that we have, with the audience demographics that we have to be attracting fantastic partners like Oracle, like Bybit and, and some more to come. Well, let's uh, paint the picture. The title battle will be over if Max Verstappen scores 22 more points than Ferrari's Charles Leclerc, his closest rival in the next race, which will be under floodlights in Singapore. Now, Chris, this is not exactly the direction that Formula One would have wanted to take (laughs) after the hurly-burly, the controversy, the drama, and the excitement of last season. This season has been something of a damp squib. Yeah, something of it. It's it started well. I'll give it that. I think everything started out well. I think when Ferrari started having their reliability issues and Red Bull managed to crack on, Mercedes never quite got into it. I think the competition just kind of pitted away and Max has made a very steady charge to this last race in Singapore. And it's it's sad because, you know, the, he's able to clinch this with a few races remaining. But it is what it is and I don't know what Formula One's going to do to make this more exciting because it looks like next season if Red Bull continues on this trajectory they're in for a shoe in again well Barry uh, Christian always talk about improving the car uh, and that is a frightening prospect because that car already looks like it's miles better yeah, than no. the other cars that are challenging it 100% and uh, in truth their, their cooperation with Porsche has been uh, a very very lucrative but uh, I think that now that they're trying to develop their own engine uh, it's uh, going to become increasingly uh, scary and frightening but, but, but could that the be grid. the gap Barry because it's not easy just to, to develop, develop yeah, your yeah, own engine yeah. you know no, you 100%. just don't go into the lab and uh, into, into the into, 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 into the workshop around. and yeah. tinker around and say listen I think we got a good one here no, 100%. At, at times it takes years and years to develop and then perfect the engine could that be the gap that allows the likes of Ferrari Mercedes yeah. McLaren back into the picture. I, I think it might be a little bit of uh, petulance or, um, or or a bit of uh, arrogance on the part of Red Bull uh, that they've been getting so much right and so much has been going right. We just heard the announcement of, of new sponsors and partners, uh, Oracle and Bybit, uh, that when you're on a high, you think to yourself that it's going to carry on and you make decisions like this. I think that uh, in terms of developing that powertrain, they, ha- they went through the horrible Honda years, okay? Those were awful. Uh, and then now they've got it right and they think to themselves, okay, we're going to develop 
develop our own. It might be a misstep. I think you're, you guys are spot on. It's not easy to just develop your own your own engine. And that might be the window that everybody needs on the grid. All right. Uh, the advice from Barry Menandi and ZFM Sport. Very simple. Red Bull, stick to the energy drinks. <laughs> now, let's, let, let's give you, of course, a reminder of the driver's standings. Max Verstappen leading the way. He's on 335 points. Charles Leclerc is in second on 219. Uh, in third place is Sergio Perez of Red Bull, 210. George Russell is in fourth. Carlos Sainz is in fifth. And Lewis Hamilton is in sixth. As far as the constructors' standings are concerned, Red Bull leads the way 545 points. Ferrari is in second. Mercedes third. Alpine fourth. And McLaren is in fifth. The next race is the Singapore Grand Prix next Sunday. Z. All right, now don't risk your safety. Have your brakes checked and make sure that your brake pads are in good condition for safe and adequate braking power. And uh, I can I can certainly attest to this because this morning I was actually getting my brakes done. <laughs> don't leave your safety to chance. Have your brakes checked with our Zamoko expert. Zamoko has a choice of original manufacturer's brake pads and high-performance carbon ceramic brake pads to suit a variety of models. Right, a brake pad replacement fall under Zimoko's current service promotion until Friday the 21st of October. Receive a free meal voucher and enjoy a tasty and real breakfast or a what's for lunch meal from Spur Sim Levy's Village. Only valid for services or repair work carried out at the Zimoko Borodo Express Service Center and only while voucher stocks last. You've got a month to get in there. You better get in there quick. Get in quick and take advantage by booking your vehicle using the following email addresses Borrowdale Bookings at zimoko.co.zw that's Borrowdale Bookings at zimoko.co.zw or alternatively inquiries at zimoko.co.zw Zimoko specialized service for special brands The Formula One report is proudly brought to you by Zimoko the home of F1 brands Mercedes-Benz and Alfa Romeo in Zimbabwe Zimoko specialized service for special brands Hi, you're listening to ZFM Sport. My name is Graham Sharp, and I'm the first Zimbabwean to take on the Dakar Rally in a bike. Z. Around the world in 60 seconds. International sports news. We took off in New Zealand where All Blacks captain Sam Kane could miss the pivotal rugby championship clash against Australia in Auckland at the weekend after taking only a limited part in training as he recovers from a head injury. Kane came off after a blow to the head early in New Zealand's 39-37 win over Australia in Melbourne on Thursday when the All Blacks secured the Bledisloe Cup for the 20th season in a row. Coach Ian Foster said Kane had passed a head injury assessment after the match but New Zealand captain broke off early from tr- training today in New Zealand New- uh, let's take a breather there <laughs> in news from the ICC headquarters in the United Arab Emirates the temporary ban on using saliva to shine cricket balls has been made permanent by the International Federation in addition, the running out of the non-striker will no longer be classed under unfair play after a raft of rule changes from next Saturday were endorsed by a meeting of the ICC Chief Executives Committee. Next month's T20 World Cup in Australia will be the first major tournament to be played under the new playing conditions. And we'll touch down in the United States where Josh Allen marked his side's home opener with a with four touchdown passes, including three to Stefan Diggs as the Buffalo Bills secured a blowout 41 
31-7 win over the Tennessee Titans early this morning. Allen topped 300 passing yards from the 15th for the 15th time of his career, completing 26 of his 38 pass attempts for 319 yards before being rested for the entire fourth quarter with the victory already well secured. Lock, lock, yet. Ah. CFM Stereo's Untouchable. Fanzos. Get in touch with the team and have your say your way. Operator. Right, Atonde works in Mary's. Uh, they, of course, uh, are teeing us off with Formula One. Hi, guys. The 2023 Formula One calendar is out and there will be 24 races. America will have three, the Middle East three, Italy two. What's your opinion? Isn't 24 races too much? Your thoughts on that one, Chris? 24 races. That's a lot more money. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's a lot more money for that, Formula One. That, that's what it's all about. <laughs> that's what it's all about at the end fans, of the day. Good for the fans. We, we we don't complain. Yeah, I think the fans love it, especially if it's competitive. I mean, uh, if it's yeah. uh, nice and tight. And also, it means that uh, there is uh, a lot more leeway in a longer season for you to sort of like make a mistake. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah. and hope to recover. There's a lot more leeway. And also, I think it also allows for room for more mistakes. I think with some of these teams, um, they become a bit error prone and error stricken, like we're seeing with Ferrari this season. So I think it can work both ways. But again, it works to keep the season and exciting if the the teams can stay close together. Uh, good evening, uh, Team ZFM. My take on the Bolaoi Chiefs debacle is that the powers that be at the helm of the club clandestinely use the assistant coach as a pawn in a game of chess to put out the head coach. Um, uh, correction, he hasn't been booted out. Uh, he, in fact, was taking training today. So I don't think that that's the that's the issue. But I think it's it's going that way. Um, and and I think they they are uh, making him or putting him in the invidious position whereby he's got to make a decision. Um, so do I work or, or, yeah. or do I stay? Exactly. Bra- Brastuza in skies. Chiefs don't practice what they preach. Yeah, they, they're not. That's what I say. They, they talk of protocol and they, 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 they see it being broken and they don't reprimand the people that are breaking, breaking protocol and they actually support. I, I don't think they are doing it deliberately to put the coach because they are the ones that brought the coach in the first place. Sure. They brought him. But they, it's a mistake. Totally, it's a, tot, it's a mistake. But they brought what they're doing as well. Yeah, that's what I'm saying that's the mistake that's the mistake I'm talking about okay. they were not supposed to bring him back they've got a head coach you cannot bring another head coach who was there before who still has got ambitions to actually be the head coach again no seeing that the club is getting stronger and doing better and he wants to be part of the the thing and the, he wants the narrative that he's there so you cannot bring him back if they really love the coach like Tulani they, they, they need to maybe get him ahead of development get him somewhere where they can Pack him somewhere where they can. We can we can bring him back. They cannot mix him up with the head coach, and then he will sabotage most definitely. DJ Bongs in Eastley says, guys, I have a question. With this football that is being played locally, is there a prize, Barry, like an African safari with the ban, or we are playing social soccer? <laughs> it's, it's not quite social soccer. I think it's, it's still it's still professional football, um, and uh, everything but the carrot of at the end of the day going on to the African safari uh, is is still there. So yeah, look, it's unfortunate that whoever wins the league 
likely FC Platinum this season, won't represent the country. But remember, the, the, the Zimbabwe calendar isn't in sync with the CAF calendar. So when the Champions League kicks in next year, uh, the repre- who knows if we've been uh, reintroduced into the football family, uh, FC Platinum will still get their dance on the African safari. Sir Peter Kwaziko says, Hi, ZFM Sport. Congratulations again to the women's cricket team for flying the flag high. I hope they'll make it to the World Cup next year. Zimbabwe football is going nowhere with this type of officiating which ha- happened uh, in Bulawayo on Sunday. So he's not happy uh, about something. Uh, another message here, of course, uh, to do with cricket. Uh, and hi, guys. This is Nika from Budiriro. My contribution is on the cricket. Can we try to convince Colin de Grandholm uh, to join the Chevrons after recently retiring from New Zealand cricket? I-, I think you need to spend, like, what, three, four years, three years yeah. uh, without uh, mm. having playing yeah. uh, any, any international and cricket. And by then he'll be very long in material. <laughs> I think he'll be, like, 36, 37. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you can't, like, just swap nations just like that and say, right, I'm done with New Zealand. I'm going to Zimbabwe. Uh, it doesn't work like that. So, it's unfortunately, like uh, he won't uh, be able to join us. Uh, more messages coming in here. Hello, guys. I love your show. I thought the natural replacement for Robert Lewandowski was going to be Leverkusen Czech striker Patrick Schick. That's from Geraldine Greencroft. Uh, good that's, not a, yeah, so. that's a good observation. I think so. Yes. That's yeah. a good one. Yeah, Patrick Schick. I think yeah, he's got he's got the the attributes. Um, and I think that had they done their homework, that, that would... In fact, in January, that so could still happen. Probably, you need to get there. You need to get on a plane and get the, the, the <laughs> exactly. head of scouting. It's my enemy. Tawanda in Kwazana says, given the way that uh, Bulawayo Chiefs handled this, it simply shows that the club has no protocol. And then, of course... Uh, uh, mm. One more message, Anzi. Think Zimbabwe Gaimbo Mirajenavo. It's Vixa Hung from Norton. Your, your hit mu- music station. My station. Your station. It's everybody's station. Z FM Stereo. The big leagues. The big teams. The big players. The beautiful game on ZFM Sport. Drum. The roaring fans. Take a ride on the wild side with the Africa Report on ZFM Sport. All right, now Senegal have been dealt a big blow as Spartak Moscow forward Keita Bolde has been suspended from playing football until the 5th of December and could miss the lines of Teranga World Cup campaign. The winger was called to give a drugs test after his former club Cagliari, uh, whom he left uh, to join Spartak, lost 5-1 to Udinese in April. The 27-year-old returned a negative result, but in a statement on their website, Spartak confirmed Bolde had still been adjudged to have broken protocol and was consequently... uh, and has consequently been suspended by the Italian National Anti-Doping Court. Now, the Russian club apparently did not specify the nature of the infraction, but said that no prohibited substance had been detected in the sample tested. Mike, I can only think that uh, the breaking of protocol relates something to uh, what we saw many years ago with Rio Ferdinand missing missing a a drugs test or something like that. Uh, That's the only thing I can think of. Yeah, I think uh, Rio Ferdinand is one. I think uh, Colotura is another one as well. Uh, They all, of course, uh, they are sort of like... uh, 
run-in uh, with uh, drug testers. Uh, but Rio Ferdinand, actually, it turned out uh, that uh, the reason why he avoided the test was because he actually had uh, a banned, banned substance. substance. <laughs> in, in his yeah, yeah, yeah. Which he was he, avoiding. Yeah, but it was a recreational drug okay. uh, that he didn't want people to find out. I think he had a sniff of cocaine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> and decided, you know what? Or a puff of, uh, yeah. of, of the weed. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, but uh, the good thing is that, uh, you know, uh, for, 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 for Senegal, listen, he's uh, a player that I feel like, yes, He's been great for them, serves them well, plays well, but I think that he is not like a critical piece uh, mm. for Senegal at the moment. They've got a lot of really good that. attackers who are there. Uh, and so even if he misses out on preparing well for the World Cup, uh, I think that he won't be that much of a miss for Senegal. Yeah, and uh, listen, if we if we, if we we judge uh, uh, Aliou Cisse on his selections around the African Cup of Nations, which they went on to win, uh, Keita Bolde was actually uh, a, a uh, uh, an impact player coming off the bench. Yeah. Uh, so I think Mike is spot on to say that look he's he, he's gonna he's a miss but he's not a bigness. Yeah, most definitely. And there are other players in his position that can actually uh, fill in as the impact player yeah, for, yeah. For, yeah, yeah, exactly. for, for Senegal. They've got a lot of players in Europe that can actually fill up fill up the place. But sometimes it's the name that you actually need in okay that board. You know, yeah. it's 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 sounding good. But I, I believe I, I believe you me they've got players that can replace him in an instant. Yeah. Well the suspension would rule him out until the quarterfinals so if uh, Senegal make it to the, the quarterfinals <laughs> yeah they're likely not to s- uh, select him let's be fair alright it's a Tuesday so let's go to France Neymar Mbappe Kadewere and now the king of Zemmour enjoy the taste of French football on ZFM Sport. Now, the French Football Federation have announced that they will review their agreement on players' image rights as quickly as possible after striker Kylian Mbappe refused to take part in sponsor activities. The Paris Saint-Germain striker and his France teammates are due to stage a team uh, a team photo and other sponsor activities ahead of the 2022 World Cup at the Clairefontaine Training uh, Centre. But Mbappe said he would not participate, a decision that was supported by senior players in the squad. Chris, it's a it's a mark- Marketing issue uh, that we can sort of understand, but surely the Triple F uh, should have realised that there were gaps in their uh, player agreements uh, that would that would fall foul against this generation of player that wants to manage their own image rights, and especially Kylian Mbappe. <laughs> I. You know what? Had it been another player, I think I would have been more sympathetic to the cause. Okay. But I think what we're hearing consistently in the news about Kylian Mbappe and whether it's at PSG, whether now it's at national team level with France, he's a bit of a meddlesome creature and a bit difficult, it looks like, to deal with. When you take a look at sponsor agreements and especially in the developed world, how extensive they are, what he's asking for his own image rights for with Triple F and their agreements that they've made with their sponsors I think is a tall order and I don't think it's something that's going to be sorted out as fast as uh, Triple F is saying that it will be. No. Uh, I totally agree with Chris uh, yeah. because uh, now the, the news about Mbappe is largely negative. Yeah, yeah. Largely, yeah. Whether it's at club level, at national team level and guys, we're talking about a France squad that is full of global stars, stars. of yes. similar stature to yep. him. 
uh, and they toe the line as far as France is concerned because France is what has given them their international acclaim. Yes. yes. Mbappe, yeah. yes, for all he has done at Monaco, all he has done at PSG, but what really made Mbappe a household name was French football, the French national team. Breaking into the national team it, as a youngster. As a youngster yeah. and his exploits at the 2018 World, World Cup. Cup. Yeah. In yeah. French colours. Yes. Come on, show a bit of appreciation. And and uh, it seems Mbappe isn't showing that appreciation because he isn't showing Paris Saint-Germain the love because now he's pretty much a, a part of the administrators at, at, at Paris Saint-Germain. <laughs> And then uh, now at the French Football Federation for the for Nikayako Autonga Foot. It's like he's now a, like, a, like a club on his own. He's, <laughs> he's an entity on its own. He's his only entity who is trying to integrate with the other. Yes. You know, with the national team, is another entity there. With the PSG, is another. Yeah, he's, ten, he's a standalone. Yes. And he does his own things. You know, it's, 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 it's not right. I, I still believe that the national team, there are some rights that they can actually agree to yeah. waive. Yeah. Because it's, this is the national team. Because when it comes to, to the national team, there comes individuals with different sponsorship, with different agreements yeah. all over the world. Like global stars, they're coming so, in with their own. So get this. Different. Yeah. So get this, Alois. And uh, in fact, Chris, I'll, I'll come to you with this one. Uh, get this. He, do, he apparently he wants control over the brands that he represents on international duty. He doesn't want to endorse some brands, including fast food chains and betting companies. Now, on the fast food chains, I have a slight challenge there because I think McDonald's is one of the World Cup sponsors. Uh, and then, of course, you've got other yeah. brands like Coca-Cola and all sorts that sponsor the World Cup. So don't play in the tournament, brother. Well, these are the people that are paying your salary <laughs> the at the end of the day. And, and, and I think I know where it started. Do you guys remember Ronaldo and the Coke? Moved that yeah, yeah, the Coke. Yes. That's exactly where all of this started because it emboldened players. And for religious reasons, we'll understand. There are Muslim players who will not um, have alcohol. alcohol. That yeah. is understandable. But for you just to say, I don't I like fast food, and therefore I am not going to stand next to it because I am Kylian Mbappe is incredibly problematic. And I just I don't understand the kind of hold that he has on the French national team, first of all, for them to be running around now trying to change protocols and also on PSG. France is looking for a hero. They believe they found it in Kylian Mbappe and I suggest that they probably haven't and need to look a little more for a hero. Let's go to Italy. The Nerazzurri, the Black and Blues, Inter Milan. Barella, and of all the people... Of all the people, Arturo Vidal. The Giallo Rossi, the Yellow and Reds, AS Roma. Pedro, he'll have a go. Oh. It scores! Sensational goal from Pedro as Roma doubled their lead in the derby. La Viola, the purple ones, Fiorentina. Great support play. Wonderful goal. And Castrovilli, two in two for him. What a fine breakaway goal from Fiorentina. The Bianconeri, the black and whites, Juventus. Ronaldo! Seals yet another three points for Juventus. Tough yet colourful. The best of Italian football on Z. Now, Juventus assistant coach Marco Landucci says the club has to shut up, listen and work after crashing to a new low with defeat at Monza on Sunday, uh, which has piled more pressure on manager Max Allegri. Uh, the, the assistant coach telling the club those words, a bit, a bit harsh, Mikey. Yeah, but uh, I think it's, uh, it's just, it's honest. It's honest. 
uh, right now they're not in a good place uh, Juventus uh, and they've got to do exactly that uh, I think what may delay the demise of Max Allegri is the availability of a top coach uh, and uh, also I think maybe the guy that I hear that they may be interested in Roberto Mancini mm. uh, I think the negotiations to sort of like uh, get him out of the Italian the football job, yeah. out of the national team job may be very protracted and may require a lot of compensation ETC so uh, I think they're going to wait but uh, if Max Allegri doesn't really pick it up by the time the World Cup swings around uh, I think he's gone yeah I think he'll be gone and give the new manager the January window now, Italian football pundit Gabriel Marcotti says the problems at Juve have no easy solution or what you need I, I think most people agree with it you need more courage you need more patterns of play um, like I said I, it's pretty basic stuff you know Monza this season uh, not a good team newly promoted um, they struggled a lot against teams that, that pressed them conceded a lot of goals so you thought hey maybe this is the game where where Juve you know try to play a little further up the pitch try to break up their their build up play from the back the ominous thing for the club is, you know, they're saying, well, this isn't the time to talk. It's a time to work. Yeah, easy to say when, you know, here comes the international break. Uh, but also, Maritza Rivabene, the club's chief executive, making it very, very clear again that getting rid of Allegri would be very, very expensive. And uh, I, I don't know. It's undoubtedly true, and it's honest on his part, and I commend him for it. But equally, I don't know if people are getting this idea that Allegri's only there because it's too expensive to fire him. I don't know what good that does for his hold over the team. Z. Max Allegri, um, this is the second coming, uh, Chris, uh, of Max Allegri. He said, don't go, don't go back uh, to any <laughs> football club. <laughs> and, and in truth, it started out okay, uh, but now it's not going well. If he can pull it out of the fire, there may already be a sentiment amongst the aficionados at, at uh, uh, Juve that might be thinking we need to look in a new direction. Yeah, and when you take a look at clubs with the kind of pedigree and her- heritage that um, Juventus has, they're not accustomed to the kind of form that they're seeing. I think when they brought in Max Allegri, they wanted steady hands. They wanted someone to mm-hmm. ensure mm-hmm. that the ship is going in a particular direction. And it's not going in the direction that they want. So I think they might want to go in another direction. Even if he does manage to save the season and end the season with grace, I think they've already started, like Mike said, putting out those feelers for a particular coach. Yeah, they might be looking in a new direction already. All right, guys, let's uh, go into the news that's going to baffle many. (laughs) Which is that... I love it. Alois, Barcelona have announced profits of 98 million euro for the 2021-2022 campaign predict they will make another 271 million in the current season. Barca say revenues last year total 1.017 billion euros, uh, which allowed them to turn a profit for the first time since the pandi- pandemic. Joan Laporta should have a masterclass. It's like a miracle. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a miracle. Remember, remember, they also only wanted to sell Frankie, Frankie Tiong. Yes. That was going to be even more profit. And didn't. And didn't. Is it a real a really a miracle guys when, when they they always top the revenue charts indeed indeed yeah but the way they did it this time my god they, they were they were first they were going south fans yeah. are back they, in they the were, stadium they were going south uh, they the just, new camp is filling up they just did something extraordinary they did things differently mm. which other clubs can also 
imitated and copied and start doing Chris, things differently because football business. Chris, it's a, it's, a, it's a man with a plan, isn't it? Because yeah. you could see what John Laporta wanted to do from the very start. Bring in a coach who's going to make, play exciting football. That means mm-hmm. the stadium will fill up. Use the economic levers. Use our assets. <laughs> Man, what you say yes. <laughs> use the levers. <laughs> use, use our assets uh, to, to, to give us money today that, mm-hmm. yes, we will re-earn in the future, but it will give us the value right now. What? He's been this, fantastic. He, he's been fantastic, but I think what he's managed to do is get possibly some of the best financial brains in Europe and have them at Barcelona mm. because the moves that they've been pulling in the transfer window, the things that they've been doing around the club itself in terms of revenue, absolutely outstanding. And I would... I wouldn't be totally surprised if there's also a bit of, you know, fudging. <laughs> <laughs> well, Laporta is a, a creative man, let's put it that way. And uh, no no questions to say that he's doing a bit of creative accounting. But Barcelona definitely on the way back using, using all methods that are at his disposal. We're back tomorrow for Wacky Wednesday, so don't miss uh, that show. The news is next, so stay and keep it Z. May God richly bless you. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Manande, out. And it's Messi! It is the cleanest, the clean finishes from the best on the planet. The biggest sports stories. Chelsea, the UEFA Champions League winners of 2021. The biggest interviews. That uh, such a great spectacle is ruined by such, such thuggish behaviour. And all the analysis. Right here. He's the one player that has the arrogance to think that he can play in any stadium in the world and any pitch in the world in front of any player in the world and take them on. Every weekday, it's my sport, it's your sport. It's ZFM Sport on ZFM Stereo. My station, your station. Hi, this is Mike Muddled and you can catch me and the team for all the latest breaking news out of the world of sport, local as well as international on your favorite station, my station, your station, ZFM. We are Z-Team on ZFM Sport. Z.